The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back. Another high episode of HBCU. I wish your boy Pooh I got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good with you, my boy? It's a Monday. It's a Monday of a Monday. But it's yeah. all good. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so um headlight in my car went out, right? So I gotta go get a new one. So I hit up AutoZone and looked this up. I did some research. How to change this thing and this talk. I said, Oh, this is easy. You know what I'm saying? YouTube is your friend. I was like, This is easy. I just get, need to get the headlight. I was going to even splurge a little bit and get the little fancy light that shine real bright. <laughs> Went to AutoZone. I was like, Hey, can you tell me the difference between an H13 and an H11? He was like, I think it's just a connector, but uh, I don't think that's what you need. I said, uh, You might need a, um, you might have a, a, a kit. HID kit on your car. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who? He said, "Do you have an HID kit?" I said, uh, uh, "I'm sorry. What?" He said, "Come on, let's go look at your car." And so we look, and I said, "Here you go. This is where my, my my light bulb at right here." I said, "Nah, that ain't it." He said, "You see this little symbol right here? It's got the electrical bolt on it. That tell you that this is a uh, high voltage. And you see how it's bolted down?" He said, "You got to unscrew all this and get this out." Oh yeah. By the way, your light bulb's 130 something dollars a piece. <laughs> I said, so you mean to tell me I got to go to the dealership and get this? He said, nah, you ain't got to go to the dealership. But it's going to be expensive wherever you go. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Bless your heart. Fancy cars, man. That's what you get. Ain't It ain't even no fancy cars. I ain't going to tell you what kind of car I got. But I'm just going to say, it ain't fancy by no means. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a man of of uh, what they call them. Uh, simple means. Modest means. Modest means. Either way, I'm. Needless to say, I'm gonna be broke on Friday, um, because <laughs> I gotta get, get headlights in the car fixed. I called my daddy immediately and told him, um, I don't want to be an adult anymore. And um, I feel. Um, told him I'm tired of living in the hood. He was like, you live, you don't live in the hood. You live in the nice place. I said, I'm talking about adulthood. I'm tired of being here. Um, it's ghetto. Um, I don't want to be here anymore. But it is what it is, man. Uh, yeah, Nick, we see. We ain't talking about that tonight. But uh, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, y'all know what it is. Uh, shout out to everybody tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. What was good, Josh? Uh, what's good, Nick? We'll talk about that on Wednesday. Um, but here you go. Y'all know what it is. We got to give a shout out to our sponsors over at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag. We will be back in one minute. 
BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, we are back. That Doc, see that? You know what? This is why. This is why he's the man. Um, Doctor Cavill said meager. That's it. There we go. That's the word I was looking. I was. For. I was gonna go full. Uh, Dave Chappelle. What Dave Chappelle? I'm broke. <laughs> I was gonna go full Dave Chappelle, man. But uh, definitely, man. Um, but let's start here, man. Uh, basketball, college basketball is back. Um, we got a lot of action in HBCU going on. Uh, Howard taking on um, Hampton for the mm-hmm. Battle of uh, HU and on the basketball side. Uh, Mississippi Valley is um, – they made a, a, a visit to Baton Rouge um, – yeah, they, they're there. Um, North Carolina Central made a visit to um, – Number one there. team in the country. Yeah, number one team in the country. Yeah, it's not looking good. Well, they know, Alcorn made a trip up to uh, Arkansas, and it's respectable. I mean – I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up all the scores now so we can – so 61-35. That's – Yeah, yeah. Yeah, number 14 team is up 61 35. Uh Grambling is taking on North Texas Dallas. They up 29-20. Uh now this one is very respectable. Alabama State is holding serve and, and staying and keeping it close with Ole Miss. There is it's uh Ole Miss is up 40 to 36. Uh mm-hmm. Missouri is up on Arkansas Pine Bluff 57 to 40. And Memphis is up on Jackson State 61 to 49. So there's a lot of uh, uh, definitely deep now. Oh, oh, here we go. Minnesota 50, Bethune-Cookman 33. You ready for this one? TCU 20, Southern 19. It's still first uh, first half in that one. Yeah. Um, later on, Texas Southern will take on New Mexico. Um, and then – women um, too, by the way. Say what now? Say I think the only win was Norfolk State women so far. Okay. And then we got uh Prairie View beat uh Kansas Christian 89 to 66. That's in the swag. Let's check out the MIAC. Um you got uh Temple 66 to 45 on Maryland Eastern Shore. Um, we already mentioned the North Carolina Central score. Uh VTech is up on Coppin State 5931. Uh Morgan State will take on Arizona number 12 Arizona at 830. Uh South Carolina State. Be uh Voorhees 
65-57. Penn State beat Delaware State, 79-45. Norfolk State beat Penn State, Wilkes. What's this, Wilkes Barnes? I don't know. Anyway, it's uh, 102-55. And Howard did beat Hampton, 92-80. So let's see what else. Um, Look at some of these other schools. Uh, Where's Tennessee State? What they do? Tennessee State is up on fifth, 18-14 in the first half. Um, North Carolina A&T, where are you? They played Georgia. No, 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 that's the women. Oh, that was women, women played though. Georgia. Men played Pittsburgh and lost 100-52. to 52. Okay. Yep, so that's just the men's side. Let's, let, let us take a gander over at the women's side. Which I expect to see a, a lot of uh, upsets on the women's side uh, when when things get rolling later on. Maybe not tonight, but definitely later on. All right, come on now, let's go. Let's go to uh, North Carolina A&T. You did mention uh, what well, Norfolk State beat William and Mary sixty six to sixty four. Uh, this is on the women's side. Georgia beat North Carolina A&T 71 to 59. Um, all right, that's that. Now, where are we at? In the MEAC, Temple beat Delaware State 109-43. Uh, George Washington beat Howard, edged, barely edged him out, 64-58. Uh, Morgan State beat Washington uh, something. What's this? Washington um, Adventist, 59-57. Uh, Let's see who else we got. Uh, Georgetown beat Maryland Eastern Shore, 61-50. And LaSalle beat Coppin State, 73-68. Now for the Schwack. Baylor is up at the end of the third, 61-43. Um, at halftime, oh, UAPB. Shout out to Coach Thornton. UAPB is up on Oregon State, 46-33 at half. Um, okay. Utah Utah beat Mississippi Valley State, 104-45. Um, Mississippi State beat Alcorn State, 77-42. UAB. Escape with one over Alabama AM 70 to 63. Oh my, this was this one hurt my feelings. I I I thought somebody should I, I hope they catch a cramp in their foot. Alabama women beat Alabama State 93 to 39. Uh. UCF beat Bethune 101 to 63. Gramlin beat Champion Christian 93 to 48. And New Mexico beat Texas Southern 76 to 59. That is it for basketball right now. But basketball is getting hot and heavy, so. Just talking about these, these games, though, man. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. We're going we gonna to have to get uh, – I reached out. We're definitely going to have a, a, a HBCU uh, basketball, you know what I'm saying, episode coming very soon, talking about some of these – Teams, uh, how they look, 
So I'm looking forward to it, man. Definitely looking forward to it. So, um, but man, let's talk about some of these games that uh we got had this weekend. Uh, and some of these games may have uh created some situations with some schools, maybe looking to make some changes. <laughs> we talked about some seats being extra warm. I ain't gonna say they're hot. But what you say? They can't sit down, man. They're gonna have to coach standing up. <laughs> They're gonna have to coach standing up. Um Southern versus Alcorn State. Uh Alcorn State got the win 44 to 21. And um, yeah, it's not looking so- first of all. I, I do want to say this. Shout out to Aaron Allen. We I know we've we've shouted him out several times. Um, my goodness. Uh, that that young man definitely, you know, saying iron sharp as iron. Uh, he was told pretty much he was not named a starter. He was basically, I, I'm not gonna say thrown away. He's there de- and definitely wasn't that, but he was basically, you know, not given a chance. And that, he's responded just, I mean, so well. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about him later on. Um, but it, you know, saying since it's out there, you know, I might as well say. Another conference player of the week, and nobody, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say mm-hmm. about it. Shout out, Coach Ain't nothing else you can really say. He's playing the best ball in the swag right now at the quarterback position. Um, as evident by the player of the week awards, he seems to get on a weekly basis. Um, but as good of a game as he had. Jarvin Howard had a hell of a game also, even though he didn't touch the end zone. He was a workload, 128 yards. I mean, I'm going to ask you a question you asked me last week. What happened to Southern defense? <laughs> uh, uh, defense seems to be an issue in the state of Louisiana as a whole. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh. Um. I'm not. I, I'm. You talk about. I'm just saying though. If you would have told me that uh, Alcorn would have put up 44, I would have told you that it must have went to overtime or something. <laughs> like, 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 be for real though. Like, 44. You yeah. would. That don't shock you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say. And I really don't. Um, hell of hell of a game by Alcorn. Shout out to Coach McNair. Um, this time last year, uh, people were writing him off. Uh, basically, um, if I'm not mistaken, he canceled his uh, his oh, coaching yeah. show for the you know remainder of the season. Um, fans were upset, calling for his head. And now uh, he got me looking smart. Winner of the Grambling All Court State game going in the Swag West. He did. He did. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I, I just didn't. I didn't see it going this way. I, I thought. So I, I'll say this. I thought Alcorn would be good this year, based off the spring game. But the reasons I thought they would be good are not the reasons they are good. 
Um, yeah. I thought Jarvion Howard was going to be, and, and and don't get me wrong, young man's been balling. He's had a great year. Um, but I thought it was going to be the Tyler Macon show. And it turns out it is the Aaron Allen show. Yeah. And that defense got to get that defense credit, man. Yeah. You oh man, t- come on, t- talk to me about it. Uh, uh, what 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 our man G say? It's a crackhead defense. Everybody want the rock. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> they five turnovers, bro. I mean, it seemed like they was taking turns out there, getting you know forcing turnovers, scooping fumbles, getting picked. I mean, they. Let- Let's talk about know, Southern. I don't know what's I don't know what's worse, really. When you look at Southern, is it the offense and how bad they play, or how the defense has kind of been looking these past few weeks? Because that was your calling card, and now you ain't even got you can't even hang your hat on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what to say. Uh, I I really don't. Um, Southern fans. Are um they calling for for Dooley head? It seems like that's been all season. Yeah, they they've been calling for his head. Um, last year was he 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 waited till the last game or uh, to the championship game to put in the right quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was way we may have the right quarterback to I I, I honestly don't know. Um, the offense showed promise and then they didn't. It's it's we talked about the Magic City Classic being the game that could determine which coach keeps their job. That's the Bayou Classic. The Bayou Classic is now that game. It's, it's Pink Slip Sunday or Pink Slip Saturday, I guess you can say. Um, it's that's it's gonna be interesting. Um, speaking of that, let's 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 talk to talk about the other game. Um, Grambling State versus Alabama State. Man, I'm so um, glad I didn't go to that game, bro. You, me, Bo. Um, Rev asked about that. He said, I thought y'all were going to come to the game. Uh, yeah, no. Gremlin didn't give me a reason to go to that game. Uh, I don't think Gremlin went to the game. Um, Offense show didn't show up. Alabama State got the win 17-6. And while I want to say that, oh, Alabama State's defense showed up and put on his, you know saying, you know, this spectacular showing and stuff. Um, for the first time, I guess you could say, um, Grambling's offense just did not – they didn't produce. Um, yeah. I, I, I said that Alabama State would win this game, but Miles Crowley would have a day. And a day to forget. He had a decent game, but he threw he he's he threw two picks. For, based off of what we've seen from him this year, that was I mean yeah from was, from what we was, know of him, it was a bad game. Yeah, now twenty one or thirty one one ninety seven and a touchdown. If I stop right there, you'd be like Miles Crowley had a game, two picks, a decent game. Yeah, then yeah. He threw two picks and that makes it a bad game. And he lost a fumble. Yep. So. Yeah, so I mean, when you're looking at it like that, 
he had a day to forget. Well, on the other side, Keyshawn Johnson had a hell of a game. Um. Seven catches, sixty-four yards, two touchdowns. Um, <laughs> big grounding by stuff. Here's the, here's the fun thing about this. Grambling only had sixty-two yards rushing. Yep, and that's what I thought was going to be the difference maker. Alabama State only had ninety-four yards passing. This is the problem with me for Gremlin. How many pass attempts you said? 31? 31. How many rushing attempts they had? 18. And three of them are are sacks, look like. So so basically 15 rushing attempts. So basically two to one. Pretty much. So, I mean, that's – when you're looking at it like that, I mean – I see why they ain't really run the ball that, that well because they didn't commit to the running running game. Yep. Um, Alabama State had 41 rushing yards. I mean, 41 rushing attempts. Committed to the run. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know, man. I had high hopes for this, for this season, the way – the way it started out, the way the offense was looking, because I have, I had a feeling the defense would start coming around. And, What's good, Jay White? And they kind of have, in a sense, you know what I mean. They they've kind of been playing better, and it's like as they've turned the corner and started to improve, the offense has just disappeared. They can't seem to put it together at the same time. And just like the the people in Baton Rouge, the rumblings, the rumblings, they starting around here. Have they ever stopped? The beginning of the season, I, I think he was it was kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. People was willing to give it a chance because of the way the offense looked. And you know what I mean? It was kind of promising what we were seeing. Yeah. But I'll say that all corn game since then, especially the A and M game, it uh it, it started picking up. The A and M game for sure, it got real loud. And then a lot of people traveled all the way to Mobile to watch the team put up six points. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's as a fan base, that's frustrating. John Horse says Dooley needs to need uh, need to hire offense coordinator from Valdosta State. My question is, does he even get a chance to? Yeah, that's good no question. comment. We'll leave that one alone. I mean, I think it all depends on how the, these last two play out. Uh, I don't personally don't think that Gremlin's gonna make a move. Um, this season, I could be wrong, but I just feel like they're gonna try to. I guess. Oh, oh, I guess the question would be who makes a move first, Grambling or Southern? I think it depends <laughs> on how these next two weeks play out. 
whoever went by you, huh? <laughs> I mean, it might come down to that. Yeah. Or who, or depending on how the team and the loss looks in the Bayou Classic. You know what I mean? Like, That's so. Fair. I. I don't have much of a post on Southern. So, I, I mean, I'm just going off what my people say. And, and they seem to think that Dooley might be gone after this year. But, um, but they've been they wanted them gone last year and they they won the West. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different in the G. Yeah. Um since we talking about hot seats, Florida and them came to uh, Huntsville, Alabama, took on Alabama and them. They got the win 42-28. Let me start off here. When I got to the game, me and me and young Dilly Willie showed up. And it was literally, we got there probably an hour before the game, right? Um, it's probably more people right now in the chat and on screen than was in the stadium. The players were warming up. Uh, band hadn't came in yet, and it was literally felt like it was empty. And I was like, ooh, this might this might be a game. We leave here, Odell. said, because it's definitely, it's not looking too good for the home team. Like it was nobody. I was seeing so many FAMU fans walking in. They were, you know, saying at the new um bas- basketball facility for I think they had some kind of event in there. Um, so it was a lot, and it was military appreciation day. So it was a lot of people yeah. out front with you know saying they had a couple uh black hawks, some military vehicles, uh Chinook helicopter and stuff. It was really nice. Um, but there was nobody. As the game started getting closer to kickoff, the stadium started filling up. I was like, okay, it's going to be a decent game. Stadium, it's going to be a decent game. Fam, you came out first drive and looked like they look, they look, I'm not going to say unbeatable. They look, it looked perfect. Put it like that. It was perfect. Um, and him got the ball uh, three and out. Uh, Xavier Langford got the start. He got knocked around. Um, they went to punt. They couldn't even get a punt off. Family was in the backfield. Tackle, the punter couldn't even – they couldn't even block the punt. They just tackled the punter. Got the mm-hmm. ball in short field. Family, you couldn't do anything with it. Ended up kicking the field goal. Um, kicked back off to uh, Alabama A&M, another three and out. They went to punt. Punt blocked. Probably went 10 yards. Uh, a player for FAMU. Uh, picked up the ball and ran it in the end zone. And to add insult to injury, throw a little salt in the room. Um, he ran the punt over in the end zone. It wasn't even pretty. It wasn't even close. It was like he, he could have just ran in the end zone and stuff. But no, he. it looked like he uh, heat-seeking missile, ran the punt over, and I felt bad for the punter. Um, I went over and helped him up. I was like, you okay, sir? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good, Batman. But now. Nah. But seriously though, it was it was seventeen nothing in five minutes, and they made a comeback, made it a game, and it became a really good game. But it didn't matter, fam. You pulled away real quick. Still saw the second half; it was over with. What I was telling you last, not like yeah, it was last week about Alabama and them in the second half, two weeks in a row. Got they got. Uh, Blasted to open the second half, and it was a wrap. 
So, so you think man on the house? Well, let me tell you like this. Went up to the press box. Um, shout out to uh Mr. Kel Rosier. I call him Rosier. I know it's Rosier. Um, I think he like Rick Ross cousin or something. Rosier, Rosier. Anyway, um, we was up there and was talking, and he asked the question. He was like, "So, is is Maine on the hot seat?" That wasn't the first time I had heard that question uh, that day. On the field, um, people walk around, people kind of talking about it and whispers and rumors, and the rumblings are loud. So I don't know if it's if it's any any truth to it, but I tell you this: where smoke is fire, and and those are the rumblings. The people are, are not happy. Um, AM is a place people like to say, you know, saying they don't really care about football. But I tell you what they care about. They care about, and, and Coach Maynard said himself, they care about the homecoming and they care about the Magic City Classic. They won homecoming this year. They didn't win homecoming last year. They won homecoming this year, but you played Tuskegee. Yeah. You've lost the Magic City Classic two back huh? to back years. I about to say losing the classic back to back years though. And think about it, they played. Did they win homecoming last year? I think they won homecoming last year. They did win homecoming last year, so if I'm not mistaken. Um, but the rumblers are loud. Very, very loud. Now, on the field, uh, Quincy Casey came in. I will say Quincy Casey came in, and it, it lit a spark under the team. It looked like a completely different team. When he's on, he's on. Um, and he was hot. Uh, the defense play inspired. Uh, I'm not saying that – I'm not saying that he needs to be the starter going forward, but I can understand why, you know, Maynard feels comfortable – going between him and, and Langford. Langford looks good at times. Um, Casey looks good at times. So, I, I, like I said, I can certainly understand going between both both uh, both games, both teams. I'm trying to see who did they play for homecoming last year. Oh, they playing Bethune-Cookman for homecoming last year. They got the win. Uh, 35-27, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long off season. Um but will they fire him though? It's hard for me to say. It's hard for me to say. Um, I think he has a team competitor. Um, there's something else was asking me. I was talking to Kevin, and he asked the question, what's the difference between them being four and five and being seven and two? And I said it to him, and I wasn't trying to be funny when I said it, but I said everything is self-inflicted. We talked about this last week. Um. Against, I mean, so we can look at 
Vanderbilt game is Vanderbilt, you know, a little bit. I think that I, I'm not gonna say. I mean, they started four and one. Did they start four? No, they didn't. They lost to Southern. I thought that was game five. Mm-mm. Okay, so they started four, three and they two. started three and two. Okay, so even Southern game, throw that one in. Um, the Southern game was a game of uh, they started slow in the first half, couldn't get it going, turnovers. They fumbled the ball at go on the goal line late in the game. That would have been a touchdown to either to was it would have tied it up. I think the touchdown would have tied it up, and they fumbled. It would have been yes, it would have been seventeen seventeen. They fumbled. Southern went down, kicked the field goal. Then you had the uh, Jackson State game. They started slow again, fumbles, giving Jackson State short field. Jackson State, but who is starting? Starting slow is on who though. It's on them. But when I say start slow, let me let me let me rephrase. They had turnovers in their own territory. Jackson State goes up by two, it was twenty. It was like twenty eight nothing before they even had any semblance of an offense. And then next thing you know, if the you know what I'm saying if you just play the second half, they win that game. But it's it's a game of two halves. Then you look at this game this past weekend. Well, I ain't even go that far. I'm not gonna skip the Magic City Classic. Look at the Magic City Classic. I mean, Sona, I get it what you're saying, like, but at the same time, like, you can't, it's self-inflicted, true, but at the same time, like, sooner or later, that's who you are. And I, I, I understand that, and I agree. So, we when we talk about all this stuff, like, you know what I'm saying, who is, does he get another year? Um, so, I put it like this. So, from what I was exp- explaining, Coach Maynard is on his last year of his contract next year. Next year will be the last year of his contract. So do you risk letting them go and having to pay anything out, or do you just ride it out and then don't renew? I mean, how serious are you about winning? If all you're worried about is homecoming to Magic City Classic, Then maybe I mean if that's your if that's your expectations to just win them two games, then hey, more power to you. But I just I just feel like the, now the I will, now, more than that. Now I will say this. That's what people, you know what I'm saying? I guess fans have said and stuff. AD Bryan is at every game. And he's on he's not in the press box, he's on the field. They're investing in that game day experience. Um, shout out Excellent. to uh, so, so you should think that you want it to be a good product on the field. I, I agree. So, hmm. I think we uh, I think we're gonna find out. So, I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I'm I'm just saying what I see. So they're gonna they're gonna finish above five hundred because they're gonna 
Well, I said they better not lose these next two. Well, he might be gone for real. Yeah, who they got next? Uh, Bethune, Bethune and then uh, Valley. Valley, right? Yeah. So they're gonna win. I, you, you would think they're gonna win them two and, and be six and five. If they lose, if they lose any, any one of them two, it's, it's quite that is <laughs> questions really gonna be had. And we'll see. I'm saying, and and I uh, listen. I think Coach Man, because people people talk about Coach Man. I think Coach Man has everything it takes to get it done, get the job. Um, I think he, you know, saying he has. Um, I think he's got the players there to get it done. I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I don't know is every play they call. I don't know. There's got to be some. I don't know. But uh, speaking of that, them last two uh, games, um, Mississippi Valley took on Bethune-Cookman on Thursday night. Bethune got the win 20-7. to um, If I'm not mistaken, Bethune scored most of that in the first uh, first half. Uh, Valley came out and scored. I think they Bethune may have got added a, a field goal, and that was it. Bethune, I mean, Mississippi Valley scored a touchdown later in the game, but that was it for that game. So, um, every first-year head coach has at least one win. Uh, coach Hampton is the only one that doesn't have a conference win as of now. So, Yeah, that was – that game went about how you would expect it to go. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. No disrespect to Valley, no disrespect to Bethune Cookman. Um, ESPN or the SWAT putting that on on a Thursday night on ESPN for the world to see. Is that a good they idea? Did, they did the same thing with with uh AM. AM or UAPB. Yeah. That wasn't that, no bad. That, and then this week you got Gremlin and UAPB on Friday. Interesting. I mean, the the sweat could have chose better games to showcase they they product, but you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, I do want to go back real quick. Um, fam, you and Alabama and them. We talked all about Alabama and them. Um, I do want to say, uh, fam, you as a whole. Uh, look really good minus a stint in that in in that game where they just kind of look like they they like they fell asleep at the wheel. But um, it's gonna be interesting. Um, and and I'll get to that a little bit later. Um, Arkansas Pine Bluff took on Prairie View. Um, Prairie View got the win, thirty eight to fourteen. Can you say anything else about this one? All right. Um, next, Texas Southern took on Jackson State, and this one became a tight game. Jackson State got the win, twenty-one nineteen. Yep. Interception in the end zone to to seal it on the two point conversion. So I mean, a lot of people done. A lot of people wrote this Texas Southern team off when uh Andrew Body was was gone uh lost for the season, but 
these boys come and fight week in and week out, and then they ain't no pushover, man. They they still got some talent on their team. Uh, Owens had another hundred yard game rushing. So I mean, you look at what they doing over there. They if they would have had Andrew Body, it would have been a totally different game. So I mean, they still got talent over there, and I feel like. I feel like they might – I ain't going to say they're going to knock Alcorn off, but Alcorn better not go in there sleeping on them. Oh, I don't think so. Alcorn trying to get that revenge. Alcorn, That's true. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Alcorn That's got true. that, you know what I'm saying, homecoming last year taste in their mouth. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you about this. Um, a lot of people have said uh, Coach McKinley is on the hot seat. Well, what we've seen, although they have not won, with what we've seen these last few games, and with what we know is, you know, saying the injury bug, um, does he get another chance? I feel like he should. Um, other than the FAMU game, all right, we'll take the FBS games off. Mm-hmm. Gremlin and FAMU were the only games. Well, it was more than one possession game that they lost. You know what I mean? So they lost the Southern by six. They they lost Jack State by two. So I mean, they in a lot of these games, and that's without their quarterback. So I feel like you got to kind of take that in consideration and. And give him another year with Andrew Body and the healthy team. Yeah. Um, that's it for the swag. Uh, we can move on to the MEAC. All right. First up in the MEAC, uh, we had Delaware State take on Morgan State. And um, I, I will say this. Uh, while Morgan State's offense is starting to show up, their defense is starting to take uh, – I'm not going to say they're taking a step back. This is conference play. Anything can happen. Um, I wasn't expecting Delaware State to score more than – what, 10 points? Because I, I said I, I thought they was gonna, it was going to be a single digit. Yep. They scored 17. I don't I know if any of those were defensive. half was a lot, man. Say what? I told you 15 and a half was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um Again, but yeah, Delaware State put up some points. I don't know what to say. Um, Morgan State's defense has now they look they look really good against North Carolina Central and then have not looked the same since. So, um, but. At least the offense is starting to show up and you know saying kudos to them. So well, I'll leave it at that. Next up, man, Howard versus South Carolina State. South Carolina State got the win 27-24. He said he ain't dead yet, man. Jarvin Howard though, man. Yeah. I mean Jawan Howard. Jawan, yeah. I, yeah. I knew what you meant. Um but uh man, 
talking about putting the team on your back. And I wouldn't have an answer for him, bro. No, not at all. Um, best freshman. I thought it was going to get ugly for a while, though. Is what it was like 24, 14, 27, 14, something like that. At one point. Point, yeah, point. yeah, 2714. I thought, I thought it was going to get ugly there for a second. Yeah, how 27 carries, 283 yards, three tutties. I, I will say Quentin Williams had a, had a decent little game 16 yeah. of 29, 193, and two touchdowns. Yeah, they didn't have much of a running game though. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Corey Same. Fields had a, a day on the ground, seven carries for 96 yards. But when you running like you running with Howell, yeah. do you need to pass? He was three of 11 passing Corey Fields as well for 19 yards, two interceptions. So but if they can't stop the run, ain't no need to, to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be a common theme. Um, but it seems to me like, like Howard kind of couldn't establish the run. I, I don't know what it what, – Early in the year, we talked about the offensive line, that running game that they had, and how they was going to be able to, you know what I'm saying, move people around and push people around on offense, establish their physicality, establish the run, and now it seems like they can't get it going at all. All right, got a question. Over under rushing yards for uh, Howard. I don't know if you looked at it yet. 55, over under. Come on, last week? Last week. Probably over, but barely. Under. 53. Uh, damn. They had 26 carries for 53 yards, and four That's... were by Quentin Williams, so I'm assuming those are sacks. So we'll say 22. That's pretty bad. 22 carries. Yeah. Um, And if you take out the sacks, it would have been 61 yards, so. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But over, but barely. That's what I was thinking. But so. yeah, with the sacks in there, you know, that's yeah, part yeah. of what's called. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah. Next up, man, we got Norfolk State versus North Carolina Central, and uh, Norfolk Not State put up a, a, a decent little fight. Um, it was homecoming, though. Uh, North Carolina Central did get the win, thirty-eight twenty-four. So, um, yeah, I figured it would be. A central win wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be, but they was comfortable enough. Yeah. I mean, what, let's be real. What do you, I mean, do you need to see anything more than just, hey, get the dub, you know what I'm saying, and, and get out of there from central nah. at this point? No, nah, not really. Survive, what, what is it, survive in advance? advance. Yep, yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah, just keep winning. So, um, Next up, man, this one I I, I had faith. I, I think I did pick. I said Hampton. Um, I'm gonna, I have to go back and watch. You did, but you did. Hampton took on Maine, got the win 42 35. Shout out to Hampton. Um, big win, big win. Um, if I would have had that, that Marty McFly sports almanac. I still don't think I would have believed Hampton would have had more 
conference wins than North Carolina A&T this year. But here we are, and they do. Um, Hampton is what five and four. Five and four. I'm sorry, on the season. A lot of people shot at Coach Prunty, getting it done. Shout out to him. Um, I don't know. I wasn't ready for it, but obviously, here we go. Townsend took on North Carolina Central. I'm sorry, North Carolina A&T. My bad, Josh. Don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> Townsend got the win, 42-32. The offense starting to come around. How many games left? But. <laughs> How many games left? Two. But. They better get a uh, listen. Where did their defense go? If they want to save Dave some money, oh, it's a wrap. Dave, Dave got to pay at this point. He, he was at two wins, right? One or two wins. They got okay. They could be. Well, never mind. They got Rhode Island and Campbell left. Dave, write the check. All right. Um, but but what happened to all these teams who had one side struggling and the other side playing well? What happened to the side of the ball that's playing well once the other side starts turning the corner? It seems like every, we talked about so many teams tonight who the offense was struggling, the defense was playing well. Now the defense is struggling and the offense is playing well. Like. Why can't these teams seem to get it all together on the same page at once? Oh man, I'm just laughing because I'm I'm looking <laughs> Southern Southern over there singing. I woke up in A and T body. They can't do that on offense. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's it's he bad. Needs them to win the last two. Yeah, he's he need, yeah. I'm right to check day. Right to check, man. Just. Oh, he said he don't do checks though with shoes. You better type that wire and get on get on um Venmo, whatever you use. Yeah. Whatever you do uh, get that credit card out there, my boy. Mm-mm. Now they they said, look, I'm not doing credit card. So don't he how many bits he got? Because I know don't he got one with banks? Oh, that's a wrap. No, maybe not. I think he might be safe with Banks because he Banks only what was it one CAA win for Banks? Yeah, and um NT only got one. No, NT win ain't against a CAA team. Oh shoot. Oh shoot. Mm. He said he didn't uh BJ Turner didn't play at uh the greatest homecoming on earth. Whew. Oh well, I do. I do want to say, uh, big shout. You know, saying if there is a, a, a silver lining, big shout out to to Ant for still coming out and support eighty thousand in the building uh, on campus is is huge. Um, celebrating, so you know, despite who the opponent is, uh, yeah, he said he lost to Morgan bet already too. So, thanks, right. um, man. Yeah. Um, 
But here we go, man. It is what it is. Um, but shout out to them for having that. Man. First of all, I thank God that Auntie and North Carolina Central had the homecomings they had with all those people, and there weren't any incidents that we've seen um, over the the course of this season. So I, I'm, I am thankful for that. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got. That's the silver lining for you. Um, but ain't no silver lining here. Eddie George, man, what happened? Tennessee State lost to Charleston Southern, 35-21. They've been playing so well, man. Yeah. They've been getting by by the skin of their teeth, so. Yeah. I feel like that's one when they look back on it, they're going to wish they could have that one back. I ain't hear you. My bad. My computer's acting up. What'd you say? I said they're gonna look that's gonna be one they're gonna look back at and wish they had back. The Charles Southern game. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that affects just, them in their quest to try to make it to uh yeah, I don't know how it's gonna affect them trying to make it to the uh playoffs. Cause I mean Charleston Southern didn't really play well. I mean they had like less than two hundred yards offensively and Still found a way to win. Yeah. All right, my bad. Here we go. Um, man, with that being said, though, that's all of D1. So y'all know what time it is. Time to show off the D1 uh HBC uh our D1 HBCU top 10. So here we go. Uh at number 10, moving into the top 10, uh, South Carolina State at four and five. Number nine, Morgan State at three and five. Number eight, Prairie View at four and five. Number seven, Hampton at five and four. Number six, Alabama State at five and three. Way to bounce back, Alabama State, after, you know what I'm saying, that, that loss to Miles, and they've just steadily bounced back. Um, at number five, staying put at number five, Jackson State at seven and three. At number four, at six and three, Tennessee State up to number three, Alcorn State at six and three. Number two, FAMU at eight and one stays put. And number one, if North Carolina Central uh, staying put as well. Uh, also, big shout out to uh, FAMU and North Carolina Central being number seven and number nine respectively in the uh coaches poll for fcs that's that's huge accomplishments by them so kudos kudos to them so um yeah i just seen that they said at this point uh tsu is out at this point they need a miracle all right all right, man. Um, next up, we got you know, saying talk a little SIAC. Um, Albany State took on Fed, uh, Fort Valley State. Uh, Albany State got the win 13 to 7. That was a good game, yeah. 
that win also means something else too. It put Auburn State at number two in the in the conference. Uh, shout out to uh to uh our our, our man Alby Score, soulful voice of of, of sports, <laughs> Mr. Jamie Walker. Yeah, I got. Uh, yeah, he said it. He said the best thing to happen was that um, the SIAC did away with divisions and every mm-hmm. week meant something. Yeah. So that was that was big. Uh, I'm looking forward to it because a lot of a lot of teams are going away from from conferences, so it's going to mean a lot more. I mean, got going away from divisions. Excuse me. So it's going to mean a lot. Um, for a lot of conferences. Um, next up, Allen took on Benedict. Uh, Benedict College got the win, thirty-seven to nine. So with that, both teams secured their spot in the SIAC championship on this weekend. So it'll be Albany State taking on Benedict in Atlanta. Um, we'll talk about that more on on Thursday. That's going to be a good one. That is going to be a really good one, uh, which is crazy because. Myself included, a lot of people wrote off Albany State. Um, Albany State was predict. I think this was one and two, and everybody was like, "Man, how you know?" Yeah, Quinn Gray, a new you know, saying first year head coach. Um, also having uh, all these players who you know saying trans or or left or or transfer. So, yeah. Um, Hell of a season. Yeah. Hold on, I'm sorry. Um yeah, hell of a season. Uh next up, man, you got Tuskegee took on Miles. Uh, this game I thought was going to uh determine who won the uh second place, who 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 would be playing against uh Benedict, but Miles lost uh to ski. Uh, Miles lost to uh, who was it? Was it Albany State that beat them? Beat the break, yeah, Albany State. Uh, to ski lost to Edward Waters, so that pretty much was it. And um, and Tuskegee just lost to Miles, so. Yeah, Miles got to beat him 35-10. It's a kind of kind of a disappointing season. Um, um what else we got? Next up, Morehouse um got the win beating Clark Atlanta 35 to 21. But um I don't think you I guess it wasn't enough. Uh, because shortly after that, uh, well, today actually, um, it was announced that Coach Gerald uh, Gerard, excuse me, Wiltshire is out. And I would say after one year, but uh, it wasn't even a year, he's out after eight months. That's crazy. And then, and then that statement, man, the statement he put out was. That was damning words, man. Listen, it's what they say it be your own people. Um, yeah, for real. 
sports is a nasty business. It's na- you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, it's nasty work. Um I understand and and maybe you know say Morehouse had somebody else in mind. Um but here's the thing. If this was the plan, they should have just named somebody interim coach until they could get the guy they're trying to get. Yeah. Um if you're if you're willing to do this to one of your you know what I'm saying uh, an, an alum of you know what I'm saying of your you know what I'm saying institution, why would I as a, a coach from anywhere think that hey let me go there. Let me look at this school. Yeah, I don't know, bro. And then who, how you gonna get a coach to come in and and, and want a coaster? Exactly my point. I it's just I, I don't can't get a coach to want to come there. You can't get players to want to come there. So I mean, yeah. Where where, um, where you go from here? We we'll see how how this all shakes out and plays out, but it's nasty, nasty business, nasty work. And that, and, and and again, I've got I could deep dive into this and go into this, but I, I'll wait because you I I don't know the full story. Yeah, that's true. We just I don't got know the full side of it. That's true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it's optics of it don't look well. Um, but man, that's it for the SI, uh, AC right now. Uh, let's look at some of these other games from the CIAA Virginia State versus Virginia Union. Virginia Me, Union got the dub 30 to 20. Me and Mike called it, yeah, he called it. Um, so that secured their spot in the um CIAA championship in Salem. Uh, who will they be taking on? Well, let's look at the another game. Winston-Salem State took on Fayetteville State, and uh, Fayetteville State got the win 40-34, to 34, so Fayetteville State will be playing against Virginia Union in Salem. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Will, will we see a repeat from Fayetteville State? Possibly we'll talk about that on later this week, but uh, we'll see. Uh, and then the last game we have, Bowie State took on Lincoln, PA. Uh, they got the win 46-39. So, um, that's it for that one. Uh, other notable games. Um, check them out real quick. I'm sorry. Give me one. I'm going to be typing too fast. Other notable games uh, in the uh, SIC, uh, Lane beat Savannah State uh, 27-21 to end the season on a good note. And Edward Waters beat Virginia Lynchburg 41-17. Uh, let's see. In this CIAA Shaw beat St. Augustine 21-14. Um, Johnson C. Smith beat. Livingstone 38-17. Elizabeth City State beat Bluefield State 38-20. So that's all we got there. Um 
Next up, man, uh, or anything else you got before we uh move on no. to our conference players of the week? All right, now conference players of the week. Of course, this is only for um the MIAC. I'm sorry, the SWAC, the MIAC, and the CIAA as of right now. But we mentioned it earlier, so let's go ahead and talk about it on the SWAC side. Player of the week, uh, for the offense, quarterback Aaron Allen from them big bad Braves. Uh, they almost had a clean sweep too. Uh, on the right. defensive, defensive lineman Keenan Leachman, Leachman, again, big bad Braves, uh, specialist from the big bad Braves, the kicker Noah Kiani, and the newcomer from Bethune Cookman, Tink Boy, wide receiver. So, congratulations to those gentlemen, the MEAC. Warren Howell, offensive player yeah, of the week. Obviously. Yeah, from South Carolina State. <laughs> defensive player of the week from North Carolina Central, Cole Jones. Uh, the rookie of the week was Todd Schmill from Morgan State. The offensive lineman of the week. I'm sorry, is that offensive? I can't even see. Defensive. Defensive lineman of the week was uh, – I can't tell if that offensive or defensive because it's oh it's offensive. My bad. Offensive lineman of the week from South Carolina State, Nick, Nick uh Tasty. And the specialist of the week from North Carolina Central, Mr. Adrian Olivo. Uh he also actually accepted an invite to the uh HBCU Legacy Bowl as well this week. So you know what I'm saying? Big week for him. Uh, for the CIAA food line players of the week for week 10. At quarterback from Bowie State, Jordan Morris. Uh, from Virginia Union, the running back. Surprise, surprise, Jada Byer. Wide receiver from Lincoln, PA, Malachi Langley. Offensive lineman from Virginia Union, Justin Mead. His name is a, a, a common name on his list. Uh, the defensive lineman from Fayetteville State was Sean Robinson. The linebacker was from Virginia Union, Mr. Shamar Graham. From Shaw, the DB of the week is uh, Akithio Carson. Uh, the kick returner of the week from Elizabeth State was Stephen Smith. And the rookie of the week from Bowie State, Mr. Jordan Morse. So, again, congratulations to all those young men. You know what I'm saying? Well-deserved. That's it, man. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I got too. Uh, anybody got anything in the chat? Y'all got anything before we get up out of here? Uh, we'll be back on on Thursday talking more about these uh, the the championship games. Uh, we'll look more at the standings for. Uh, I think it's it's what well, I, I gotta look and see what all corn to uh, scenarios to see because they might be ready to. Uh, wrap up the west as well maybe i don't know if it's like one more win or what but they probably getting close to wrapping up the west um fam you officially got the 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 swag east championship trophy as well so yeah you got anything no you said no you ain't got nothing else no, um, so i'm good all right so appreciate y'all for tuning in we'll be back on thursday and like that we out
This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Bring me my money. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.